We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This is Optimal Relationships Daily, episode 631, an excerpt from the book Setting Boundaries Will Set You Free, The Ultimate Guide to Telling the Truth, Creating Connection, and Finding Freedom by Nancy Laban. Hello, everybody. Happy Monday. I'm your host, back again with you for a new week. My name is Greg Audino, and I am here to read some of the best relationship essays we can find for you throughout the week. We've always got oodles of new episodes en route, so if you'd like to keep up with all of them, as you should, just remember to hit subscribe on the podcast app of your choosing. Today's post features an excerpt from a book by Master Integrative Coach Nancy Laven. Nancy works with clients to design lives in alignment with their own truth and desires. Be advised that if you're a people pleaser like I am, ooh, am I ever, uh, this episode should shed some light on whether you've established healthy boundaries or not. So let's get into the excerpt where Nancy shares her views on creating genuine connections and start optimizing your life. An excerpt from the book Setting Boundaries Will Set You Free, The Ultimate Guide to Telling the Truth, Creating Connection, and Finding Freedom by Nancy Laven. Codependence and Boundaries Having a desire separate from others can feel foreign to those of us who are extreme codependents. Often, when asked what we want, we automatically flash to what others want. Our desire becomes less about our own well-being than about whatever it takes to stay safe in relation to other people. As codependent people, we're empathic. We take on the energy of others, so boundaries can be particularly shaky for us. We struggle to tell where our feelings end and others begin. When something happens to someone we love, it feels like it's happening to us. We work hard to make sure everyone around us is okay, while paying little attention to whether or not we're okay. We tell ourselves we're protecting other people from negative emotions or consequences, but we end up swallowing the poison ourselves. The result? We overstep our own boundaries to take care of the other person, keep the peace, and maintain connection. We say yes when we don't really agree. And if someone asks us what we truly want, we aren't even sure. For many of us, this even means tolerating abusive behavior. This shows up in large and small ways. For example, a friend of mine often accepts less than satisfying massages because she can't bear to make a request for something different. She's too worried the massage therapist will feel criticized and she can't bring herself to cause someone else even this minor amount of discomfort. Meanwhile, it probably wouldn't affect the therapist at all if she simply asked for an adjustment in the pressure. Even if the comment did activate some insecurity on the part of the massage therapist, as an adult, it's that person's responsibility to deal with those feelings. 
Most of us become codependent in childhood. We felt we had to walk on eggshells, as Jessica said, checking in with the feelings of others and acting accordingly for self-preservation. This set us up to be hypersensitive to the moods of others, and we've become very talented at molding ourselves into whatever others have needed us to be. Codependent behavior is actually a strong compulsion to control situations for safety's sake. My friend Marsha's mother, for example, did all of Marsha's brother's homework for him because she was so afraid he might fail. As a result, he grew up without confidence in his own abilities. To their mother, however, it was an effort to control a situation that frightened her. Of course, when we behave codependently, we're trying to control something that's actually outside of our control, someone else's experience. Not to mention that codependency isn't sustainable. It's based solely on fear of the opinions of others, which is no way to live. Plus, it's dishonest and inauthentic. We can only put ourselves on the back burner for so long, eating the scraps and crumbs while handing off the juicy meal to others. Eventually, the overgiving catches up to us. Our true self wants its fair share. It wants to break out so that we can be who we really are and reach our potential in life. No matter how hard we may try to deny it, we all have a compulsion to be authentic and to balance how much we give to others with how much we give to ourselves. It's one of the lessons we're here to learn. Changing our codependent tendencies requires that we become aware of our own desires and needs. Then, we have to learn how to stay with those desires and needs, rather than allow them to be altered by anyone else's feelings or wants. It took me a long time to get to a point where I could maintain my own good mood around others, regardless of what they were feeling. Now, I can stay anchored in how I feel when someone else is feeling down or angry. To start becoming aware of our codependent behavior, we must learn to catch ourselves if we get caught up in someone else's drama or make someone else's desires more important than our own. It takes vigilance and awareness. We have to pay attention to our behaviors in order to notice when we put others first without considering our own needs. Awareness is the first step towards giving ourselves the nurturing we need before focusing on the nurturing of others. It may sound like a lot of work to alter these habitual behaviors in which you put others ahead of yourself, but the difference in your life will be enormous. Everyone I know who has grown up codependent and later embarked on the journey of healing has improved the quality of their lives to an incalculable degree. The following is just one way in which my client Paula's life improved when she conquered her codependent patterns. When my son Paul was in elementary school, he saw his dad Robert every other weekend, she says. That amount of time was not enough for Paul. He missed his dad between visits, and sometimes his hurt feelings slash missing his dad would come out sideways as misbehavior. I used to call Robert and remind him to call Paul. Then his dad would call, Paul would be happy, and so would I. After working on my codependent tendencies, I realized I was trying to control what kind of parent Robert was by telling him when to contact Paul and what method to use. I had expectations for Robert to be more involved in Paul's life and was trying to make him behave as I expected he should. I realized that no matter how much I tried to control the situation, Paul would have to deal with his hurt feelings at some point. So, I stopped asking Robert to call his son. I knew initially it would be challenging for Paul, but in the long run, it would be better for all involved. Eventually, as Paul got older, he and his dad figured out their own communication schedule and method. The impact for me personally was less stress. 
Detaching from the needs of others does not mean detaching from our love for them, however. When we behave as if our loved ones are incapable of taking care of themselves without our intervention, we're infantilizing them. This is not good for anyone. Instead, we can become aware of where we're overdoing, overgiving, and relieving others of their own responsibilities. Then, we can set necessary boundaries to take care of ourselves and let others take responsibility for their own well-being. You just listened to an excerpt from the book, Setting Boundaries Will Set You Free, The Ultimate Guide to Telling the Truth, Creating Connection, and Finding Freedom, by Nancy Lavin. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready get 30, ready get 20, 20, 20, ready get 20, 20, ready get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. You can find the book and more at nancylavin.com. And gosh, go ahead and do that if I were you. I couldn't be more excited about ending this episode ASAP to check out more because that was really fantastic stuff. Definitely stuff that I personally can identify with as people-pleasing is my biggest setback by a country mile. And this subtle sense of martyrdom, this regular sacrifice of one's own preferences in favor of the preferences of others, is really worth paying attention to because not only does it become thoughtless second nature, but it also inevitably results in putting expectations on others and ultimately stands to destroy relationships because of those expectations. You'll never be as close or comfortable with someone as you might want to be if you're not showing them your needs to some degree. Does that make sense? Obviously, giving in this way can feel like a form of service to others, but when done in excess, all it does is take from them the experience of getting to know the real you. Nobody wants that. Now, that's some food for thought. That's enough. That's a buffet of thought. <laughs> Thanks for listening, folks. And remember uh, to join me again tomorrow with a post from loves.com, where your optimal life awaits. <laughs>